Hey everyone, today is Tuesday the 23rd of August 2016. This is The Gap episode 333. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gure is here. Yellow. And uh, how is Germany? It's pretty amazing. Yeah, I haven't talked to you since you've gotten back, so I don't That's know true. anything that you've done. Yeah, true. Uh, well, I should I should point out that we're um we're coming a bit late again uh, for the second time in a row, which I'm not crazy about. But this one is entirely my fault. Because <laughs> um, yeah, basically I um I don't know I fucked up pretty much. Was I was supposed to record while we we're in Germany, but I didn't record on the normal day that we'd normally record because. A, I was jet lagged and B, I hadn't played anything because I'd been on a plane for 25 hours mm-hmm. or on multiple planes for 25 hours. Um, and so I wanted to wait until I'd actually played some games. And then by the time I actually had played some games, uh, yeah, Friday came around and I lost my voice so severely that uh, I had to write on my phone, I had to write out how to say, I am here for my 9.30 appointment and then have it in Google Translate so it would automatically translate so I could show it to people because I couldn't speak at all. And over the course of the day, like the weird thing about losing my voice like this, like multiple weird things. I mean, just losing your voice, not being able to communicate with people is pretty weird. And it's even weirder in a country where you don't understand the language. But uh, another weird thing is that when I sneezed, you know, instead of going, mm-hmm. It was just the just the noise of snots and boogers leaving my face. <laughs> it was just that was pretty weird. It was weirding me out. Um, so that was pretty weird. Uh, and then the other weird thing was that as the day progressed, my voice slowly came back, uh, which led me to believe that it wasn't a sickness related voice losing. It was because I'd gone karaoke the night before, ah. and because uh, I'm. You know, because I fucking commit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's how I lost my voice. I, someone asked me, what song did you lose your voice on? And uh, Bon Jovi, of course. No, no. I believe I lost my voice on uh, Gay Bar. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, quite the song to lose your voice on. Uh, and then, so by the end of the day, because uh, Friday is when, when you travel uh, with... Uh, when like a publisher pays for your flights, you're expected to sort of uh, prioritize them. You're not expected to say nice things about them necessarily or anything like that, uh, but you are expected to prioritize their stuff ahead of everyone else's. Mm-hmm. And that means making sure that you see all their shit, uh, which generally means not doing anything with other publishers until the Friday. And... Uh, so Friday was my I'm going to see everything from everyone else day. Yep. And it was basically like a series of appointments where I would go into I started at Ubisoft and then over the course of the day I'd leave Ubisoft to go to 2K or to go to Sega or but I'd come back each time. And by the end of the day, uh, I walked up and I'm like uh, hey, I'm here for my uh, four o'clock appointment to see Steep. And uh, the French guy was like, oh, yeah, I know who you are. You're the guy who sounds like Batman. <laughs> Come this way. I'm like, I'm like oh, you haven't talked to me before. He's like, no, everyone knows the guy who talks like Batman. 
Oh. Oh. Well. Were they talking about someone else? No, they're talking about me. Oh, okay. Uh, Yep. Uh, I just thought there was, like, a person in the game industry in, like, Europe that was known as Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, anyway, I lost my voice, so I couldn't actually record a podcast. Yeah. But you know why? If -hmm. you would have recorded your podcast beforehand, you would have been fine, because that's your vocal warm-up for the week. Ah, yeah. The old solo three-hour podcast. Yeah. You would have been good then. Totally. Um, I think it was like a couple of, like, I was a little bit sick. I'm properly sick now, uh, like 100% full blown. I actually went to the doctor sick, uh, and I usually don't go to the doctor. I'm actually taking like medicine sick and I usually don't take medicine. Um, but, uh, yeah, holy shit. I was, I was, I just couldn't talk. It was just really weird. Mm. Just super weird. But I saw a lot of games and Germany was amazing. I ate so much fucking sausage. Well, you were with Steve Wright on the trip, so... That's true. Um, yeah, that's real classy, Luke. Real classy. But, um, <laughs> we uh, we were a solid team, though. Uh, we were staying in um, a weird hotel, a really weird hotel. Like, this, like, we stay in a variety of places, you know, when we travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one was probably on the lower end of the spectrum, uh, it didn't have aircon, and yep. it's summer in Germany. And it actually gets kind of hot in Germany. It can get up to like thirty-five, uh, but there was no, there was no, uh, no aircon in my room. So to make things cooler, I actually like they had an industrial fan, uh, and I had to point that at me, which I think contributed to the start of me losing my voice. Um, so yeah. There was the industrial fan. Uh, there was no iron or ironing board. You had to call and you'd be like, hey, uh, how, is there an iron ironing board? And they'd be like, yeah, come get it. Oh, I've heard so this story have, before. You have to go down and get the fucking ironing board. No, Next thing no. you know, you've got 12 ironing boards. 12 in the room. ironing boards. No. no they, didn't, they didn't have 12 ironing boards to, to ha- take. They only had the one ironing board. They're wow. like, you, you get the ironing board and they're like, bring it back. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, you need to iron your shirt here. Yeah. Right now. How many shirts do you need to iron? We don't have that much electricity. (laughs) Yeah. The smallest fucking bathroom. I got into my room and I'm like, oh, fuck. Is this like one of those communal bathroom situations? Open a door to a closet and there's a space for a toilet and space for a shower directly next to it. And the, uh, like everything is sort of squashed on top of it. So you sort of sat underneath the shelf that you would put your toothbrush on. Mm-hmm. And the sink was sort of like just sort of jutting out of the side of the shower. And yeah, tiny, tiniest fucking closet. Uh, and it had, uh, four power points, four power points total. For me to plug stuff in two of them were in this tiny fucking bathroom mm. so uh i had to unplug lamps to be able to plug my shit in uh yeah that was pretty dumb did you find that once like you left for the night or, or day and then came back that the lamps were plugged in again yeah yeah okay infuriating um so we were staying there so we sort of bonded over having a terrible hotel but it turned out, like, just around the corner was a awesome 
proper classic German style beer, beer hall. Mm-hmm. Um, on the advice of one of our listeners, uh, I was deliberately, I, I drank a lot of culture. I drank a lot of beer in general, right? Like I just drank shitloads of beer because that's what you do. And uh, we've been over this before, but like when you're in Germany, they uh, they serve it in these tiny 200 mil glasses. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's that's okay because uh, they're super cheap. And so you smash like 4 billion of them. Um, but uh, yeah, one of our listeners who is German uh lord squirrelington yes was uh was advising that i don't just stick to the culture and so i i strayed out into the uh the area of the world of wheat beers and stuff as well so but culture is just so fucking sessionable right like you know sessionable that wanky concept of you can smash a shitload of them and you'll get a little bit drunk but you won't get too drunk and you can keep drinking them all day because it's not heavy and stuff like that. That's that's what I like about Kolsch. Um, nevertheless, having a couple of wheat beers and Kolsch's, mm-hmm. tight, very tight, solid, tight in a butthole. Uh, so, yeah, there was this beer hole, and the I think the defining feature of a beer hole, I, th- I thought it would be busty wenches, to be honest, because um, <laughs> that's how it is at the Low and Brown. Yeah. But no, it's it's grumpy old men who really aren't fussed about you being there, to be honest. Hmm. So where are they? Where are the ladies then? What's going on? Oh, they're fucking everywhere. Oh. They're just I mean, in Germany. Beer. Yeah, they're just not so They're drinking beer. it. They're doing literally everything else. When I went to when I went to the chemist, um it was like in remember in Sweden, how I told you about in Sweden how like everyone was blonde, blue eyes, yeah. Yeah, and like the most beautiful girl in the world comes up to me and she's like trying to talk to me. Obviously, I don't know Swedish. Um, yeah, same thing again in this chemist. Uh, gorgeous chick comes up to me and she's like, uh, blah, 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 German. I'm like, oh, sorry, um, I don't speak German. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I talked to you in, in German. Oh, I, I can talk English. I'm like, yeah, you you don't have to be sorry. I don't know why you'd be sorry about that. And she's like, but my my English isn't great. Uh, what 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 is wrong with you? I'm like, um, yeah, I just need some cold and flu stuff. And she's like, oh, okay. Um, what kind of cold do you have? Uh, are you coughing? And uh, is there – how much mucus? How much mucus would you say there is? I'm like, stop saying mucus. Uh, You're like, I don't have any mucus. What are you yeah. talking about? Mucus? Me? No, please. Uh, no, I'm the picture of health. Uh, yeah, no. So, uh, yeah, she just kept saying she, I just, it boggled my mind. She was apologizing con- constantly and saying mucus a lot. It was weird. It was like she'd stuck on this one English word. She was like, oh, I know the fucking word for this. I know the word in English for this. Mucus. Yeah, mucus. Uh, yeah. Well, please, uh, stop saying mucus. And uh, get me whatever fucking whatever. Oh, and the other thing is when she was dem- like telling me which cold and flus to take, she was like, chew these ones. You can chew two of these every four hours and swallow only th- uh, only four of these a day. But she uh, had them in the wrong hands. And so I chewed the one that I was supposed to swallow. <laughs> uh, and that was pretty fucking gross. I'll tell you that. And it wasn't until I swallowed the one I was supposed to chew. And I'm like, 
why does that taste minty? And that's when I worked out. Oh, and also it was like fucking huge. It was like chewable tablet size. And so I've swallowed two of these things. I'm like, fucking hell. Like that's, you're giving this to people with sore throats. Like what the fuck is going on, Germany? Like Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, like I swallowed two of them. Like, yeah, and it tastes a bit minty. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to Google this. And I Googled an English translation. It's like, chew, <laughs> chew the chewable ones and swallow the other ones. I'm like, cool. That sucks. Um, so yeah, she was very pretty, but <laughs> kind of dense. Um, anyway, so <laughs> kind of dense in a second language. <laughs> <laughs> like even in her first language, she didn't have to fuck up which one I was supposed to chew. She could have just like made a chewing, I don't know, hand gesture or something, you know, like there were options. Um, what else was there? They had the McRib at McDonald's. So I had the McRib. It was pretty good. I'll okay. tell you that. Um, because you don't you don't eat lunch when you're at Gamescom. You drink a lot of uh, I've been over this a lot, but you drink a lot of iced coffees. But you don't you just don't eat a lot of lunch. Um, unless you steal it from the EA staff room, and I did one day, just sort of walked in because I worked out right. There were swings and roundabouts. So they'd registered registered us as EA staff, which I wasn't happy about. I'd registered myself as media, as you do. Uh, but I worked out that hey. The good thing about having the media pass and the uh, and the EA staff pass is that I can go straight through the uh, I can go through the exhibitor line, which ah. is much shorter than the media line. Yeah, uh, and I can uh, also go into the EA staff room and steal their fucking lunch. So, uh, <clears> yeah, <throat> best of both worlds, really. Andy, yeah. Uh, so that was pretty good, and uh, yeah, uh, that's about it. Germany. Would. Would do again. Yep. Love Germany. There's nothing not to love about Germany. Uh, Is there? Oh, yeah. Everyone smokes. That's what's not to love about Germany. I complain about this all the time. But in Europe, right? In Europe, they're still allowed to advertise cigarettes. Hmm. Which, like, I mean, I say that like, oh, can you believe they're still allowed to advertise it? But it's it's just weird coming from, you know, Australia where we're like... Fuck off, smokers. Yeah. Mm. Where the packets have pictures of disgusting things on them. Exactly. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're over there and they got like everyone happy and having a good time. And they're like, oh, yeah, smoking's so fun. Oh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. We've got a big list of stuff to talk about. So much stuff. Um, where do we want to start? Do we want to start with Germany or start with things we've been playing? Let's start with uh, stuff that you can talk about so I can eat my fucking dinner. Hey, uh, okay. hey, can I can I trash Uber Eats real quick? Order from Uber Eats, ordered fried chicken from Uber Eats because um, I'm sick and my wife was being nice to me mm-hmm. and she didn't want to cook. And uh, so I uh, ordered from Uber Eats and the guy, right, comes to our place. We can see it on the GPS. Goes on past it, so I call him, and I'm like, "Hey, buddy, you got to turn around. 97 is just on, just before the corner." And he hangs up. And then he marked it as delivered, <laughs> and then I couldn't talk to him again, and so I just didn't get any fucking food. So uh, yeah, we are starting late because we had to go get food, and yeah. So you you talk, I'm gonna eat. All right, <clears throat> uh, you can listen then. Hmm. And I'm going to keep asking you questions while you're eating. Good. That's good. 
<laughs> uh, Dead by Daylight. Oh, God. New update came out um, over the weekend, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I think it was like Saturday, Friday, Saturday. Um, might have been Friday because I got quite drunk Friday night. Just at home by myself. <laughs> as nice. You, as you do. Uh, playing some Dead by Daylight. Uh, so, they, they released a... Uh, a new major update. This brings it to 1.10. Oh, sorry, 1.1.0. Um, and with this one is like their one of their pivotal releases. I think they're calling them like chapters. Um, so this is like chapter one, and it adds a well, it added a new um, a new survivor, and also a new killer, uh, a new map, and a bunch of other balance changes and bug fixes and things like that um so the new killer is the nurse and she is like this um this killer that can teleport or blink as they call it around the map um using her ability and after she basically blinks there's like a one to two second window where you can then blink another two times um to kind of keep that momentum of the teleporting going but after that window kind of closes, you get a stun uh, like to the character and it kind of makes you not, not able to move and sways your screen for a little bit. Kind of like what all the other hero, the other killers do when they're stunned. Um, so that's kind of like the way her ability works. And it's pretty broken at the moment or it's overpowered. It's way too... She's way too good. Uh, I haven't really played uh, any games with her. I think like substantially i think i've played two um but i was watching arthur's stream on i think it was friday must have been friday um and he was playing a little bit of her and like within the first game of just watching i was like holy fuck this is completely broken (laughs) like the way that she can move around the map is just fucked Mm. um well not not necessarily the way that she can move around the map but the fact that she can uh attack as soon as she comes out of the blink um i think is not right that that needs to be changed um because she can maneuver really really quickly around the environment by doing that and also i guess the advantage of of being a survivor is is trying to keep distance between you and the killer by either jumping through windows or um or pulling down pallets and kind of stunning the killer but with the nurse she can go through walls using this blink ability so um you can kind of charge it up so the longer you hold it the further that she goes uh, in terms of distance and then once you let go she kind of zooms off if there is anything in front of you she just goes straight through it whether it's a wall um a pallet anything like that um i don't think she can go up hills um and i'm not sure about going up levels i haven't looked into that yet but i think I think she can go up levels, but I'm not sure about going up, like, hilly locations. Um, from what I heard, she can't, but I, I haven't really played too much, so I'm not sure. Um, but otherwise, like, once she comes out of that animation, she can swing straight away. So it's a huge advantage, like, she can move so quickly. Um, and because that happens, once you get that initial hit on the, the survivor, that slows them down straight away. Um, so then you're at a, you're basically in an advantage over them from then on. Uh, and then you can kind of, kind of like take that stun um because it doesn't really matter anymore because you've hit them and then go for the second blink um and you'll be right behind them again even though they've maybe legged it and taken off she can just move so quickly so just by watching other people play her um yeah i think it's a big problem i I don't know how they're gonna fix it my (laughs) 
Like, because I don't know if lowering that window of, of uh, like, that stun does anything. I think the main problem here is that she can attack as soon as she comes out of the blink ability. Um, so, and I don't know what you do to fix that other than removing it completely, but then sort of her blink only becomes an, uh, like a maneuver tool of getting through objects. And, you know, I think there could be better ways of of choosing another killer that can do that with like the hillbilly. At least with his, he can maneuver quite quickly. He obviously can't go through walls, but um, he can go much further distances and you can kind of choose when and when you want to stop uh, in terms of where you're going and when you want to keep going, whereas she is kind of just relying on at the very basic level of just estimating how far you're going to go uh, until you do get some unlocks that can allow you to kind of... It'll show markings on where you're going to land. Um, so, yeah, she's a really interesting killer, but I don't think she's at the right place where she needs to be right now. Um, so, I think they'll probably balance that over the next week or two. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I'm really interested to see what they do to fix her up. Yeah. So, uh, I, uh, I've i been playing a bit as her as well. Mm-hmm. I've had uh, four games as her. And uh, I'll tell you what, it's easy to make points. It's easy to get points as her. Um, I, I've been, like, averaging about 16,000 points a game as her. I uh, haven't actually fully won a single one of them. Um, I don't know. Maybe they adjusted the point gain in the update. Did they? They did make adjustments to the point gains um, in a couple patches. I don't know if it was this one or the one before, but they did make some <coughs> changes. But I don't think it's going to be as substantial as what you're talking yeah. about. So then it's just easy to make points. Um, you just wind up in situations where you're pursuing people a lot. It's so easy as has her to chase people, to keep a chase going. Mm-hmm. And uh, to also, like, artificially extend a hunting period because you don't need to camp even a little bit. Uh, but as soon as they take the survivor off the hook, you, like, you can tell. You can tell they're going for it anyway. Uh, you just sort of, you know, instinct-wise, if you've played enough killer you, or played enough of the game at all, you know how survivors think and how they're going to go in and so you just turn back teleport in mm-hmm. and you're on top of them <laughs> you're t- on top of the hook and chop you get the chop and you can either put someone straight back up on the hook or you have two people injured then yeah and the chase is significantly more uh dire for all of them it's uh it's if you get like if you get one of them down uh you can leave them i i just leave them I fuck off. Yeah. Because uh, if they get healed back up, you can move back so on quickly. top of them again. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is, is bananas to me. Uh, I, I, I don't know what you do, man. Like, she's got to have that window so that she can do her chain teleport. I don't know if the chain teleport is necessary. I don't know. Yeah. What, like, I think it's too much. And so remove, like, significantly close that window so that the only real option for her is the attack out of a, a teleport when she has perfectly timed her teleport. Hmm. So that, that that 
that in my opinion that's the only way that works yeah i think they need to yeah probably remove those other two blinks that she can do um and then that should nece- that would fix it because it becomes a skill or like a um like a yeah like a, you've, a skill you've got shot a, yeah. yeah like you, a skill shot exactly you've got to use it and if you miss then you get stunned for um two seconds whatever it is yeah rather than oh shit i missed quickly spin my cursor around and aim in the other direction and blink again maybe you'll get a bit closer and i fucked it up again all right another blink um you know that's three opportunities and although you can't move anywhere near as far as that first initial blink yeah it still allows you to close the gap a little bit Um, and allows you to adjust for when you aren't you don't have a perfect yeah like attack and i don't think you should i don't think you should be allowed to adjust i don't think you should get that opportunity because you've still got that giant fucking window and that's insane so if you're gonna have a window of attack out of it then yeah she can't have that much leeway to fuck up it's too much removal of skill she is spectacularly easy to play as. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was telling you the first game I played as her, uh, I fucked up pretty hard. Or I got ch- like I, I basically just chased them around. I was on the asylum as well, yeah, uh, which is the new map. So you didn't know what you were doing. I had no idea where I was going. Um, but yeah, they were running circles around me. Uh, they got all five Jennies done, and I had like I'd gotten a couple of them on hooks a couple of times, but they'd healed themselves all up to full. And as they were getting the doors open, I managed to pounce on all four of them. Got two of them injured and two of them sacrificed. Like she's that powerful that they were destroying me. It's not like like I'd only just started playing as her i had i think 10 grand in the bank so i managed to get unrelenting as a perk mm-hmm. um which i think is that that's the one that sort of slightly reduces her stun um which is dirty but uh yeah like i, I managed to get one fucking perk uh it's not like i had no ed or whatever the fuck uh, i wasn't murdering people the moment the doors were open like it was just straight up she has that much mobility and that much uh, like capacity for murder that yeah they had to get fucking they had to split up they that was the only way they got away was they had to abandon the two people on the hooks because i didn't even get the ones that i'd already hooked which was a shame because they would have gone down immediately and would have had many opportunities um instead i got the ones i hadn't hooked already and they had to abandon them they had to stop trying to get them off the hooks because i fucked them um, which is awesome, like for me. But it's way OP. It shouldn't have happened like that. I lost that game. I should have lost it heavily, and yet instead I got away with two sacrifices. And I think everyone in that game got over ten k though. Hmm. <laughs> like everyone, because I think it lasted like twenty minutes, and it was a lot. A like proper good chase. But yeah, I didn't deserve any measure of that win. I was like Spain against the Boomers. Hmm. In the don't, don't bring that up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I think they've got some work to do on her a little bit. Uh, the new Survivor, though. Um, yeah, I don't think she's getting much. Like, I've seen her around a, a, quite a bit, but from the sounds of it, she seems to be quite useless. Um in terms of what she can bring to the table. So, with her, they basically added um, a perk that allows her to... Uh, it's called Balanced Landing. 
so they put this in the new patch. Whereas if you if you fall from a high enough um, ledge and you land on the ground, you now get stunned uh, as a survivor for a little bit. Um, it slows you down for a sec. Uh, whereas ballast landing is a perk that allow that not to happen. Uh, she's also got urban evasion, which um, her movement speed is increased while she's cr- crouching, so she's uh, a bit okay. quicker. Yep. Uh, and then streetwise, which is that uh, reduces the consumption of rare items, or sorry, the rate of items you consume. So it'll go a bit slower. So I guess you'll use more out of med packs and flashlights and toolboxes and that sort of stuff. You get more out of it. Um, so they're the three that kind of were added with her. Uh, I don't know of any of those are quite, you know, necessary. Um, especially when you're playing, um, you know, like balanced landing. Do you really need yeah. that on some of those maps? Right. Maybe that, maybe that'll come into, into more effect on some of the, Newer maps that they do introduce, but right now there's not a great deal of them that kind of. I, Asylum necessary. actually has. I, I don't know if it's high enough, but Asylum has like five or six fucking yeah areas, like avenues of exit from that house. Yeah, Asylum has a couple. Um, there is but yeah, otherwise one. Yeah, there's that that whole pretty much thing is a juke spot. That whole middle part, it's a mm-hmm. huge pain in the ass at the moment. Um. Yeah, so they need to look at that as well. But um, yeah, that map is is pretty pretty good. It's it's nice and big. Uh, as a killer, I do not know where the fucking basement is when it's in the middle. I haven't figured yeah. that part out yet. I've played it a bunch. Yeah. I just do not know where the fuck it is. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, like, I can't. I've looked on YouTube, being like, like searching for it. Has anyone done any videos on this? No, nobody. <laughs> so I have no clue. Um, there's two spots it goes to. There's one like in one of the outside houses, and then there's one that is underneath that main central building. But I do not know how the fuck to get in there, and um, I'm not going to waste time. Oh, well, I actually did twice. I had a had a dude on my shoulders, and I was running around the ground floor looking for this fucking thing, and I I lost him because he jumped off. Uh, and the next time I got in there, I just went straight for the middle part and was running around and looking for it, but. At that stage, I didn't know whether or not it was going to be there or not. Like, it could be somewhere else. So, I don't know where the fuck this, this entrance is. It's super annoying. Um, but I, I guess I'll get there eventually. I'll figure it out. I haven't need to, needed to really use it. Uh, but otherwise, like, man, having a lot of fun with it still. I'm up to, like, 90 hours on this game. Um, it's pretty much all I've been playing other than No Man's Sky. Yep. Uh, some of the other things in there that they've added, which I really like, is they've added a chat window. Um, at the end of game screen so you can talk to the survivors after you've finished with them um, which is kind of cool the majority of people I've played with have been pretty nice um, there have been maybe four occasions where people have been assholes um, yeah. mainly there was uh, like one one group was saying I was cheating oh, yeah. um, I had a, gu- so a group from New Zealand uh, giving me shit about my internet connection, so I gave them shit about living in New Zealand. <laughs> um, how? What the fuck? How? How would they give you <laughs> shit? You, like what the shit? That is pr- pretty much the dream for them, because there's no way they're getting a fucking New Zealander. Yeah. Fuck. Well, maybe they have been fucking lagging, dickhead. Get a better internet connection. I was like, all right, sure thing. <laughs> are you from Australia? No, we're from New Zealand. I was like, well, that's not my fault. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I, like, I had a, I've had a couple guys 
one or two guys get the shits because I was using um, No One Escapes Death. And I was like, fuck you, it's in the game. Um, and whenever somebody like these guys have said anything, most of the time I'm just like, thanks. I just write thanks back. Um, but the majority of people are pretty nice. I've had a lot of people, yeah. you know, they just say GG at the end, well played. Um, you know, I've had people say, uh, you know, that was an awesome chainsaw run that you did on me, blah, blah, blah. Um, but also, like, on the weekend was they had the free weekend, so a lot of new people were jumping in. So I was ah, yeah. being quite, I was being extremely generous on the weekend um, and trying to have a bit of fun. Uh, so I ha- had a lot of people saying like, oh, you're awesome killer, um, super scary, that sort of stuff. Um, <laughs> but I wasn't using my, I would kind of look at what I was up against, which I guess is a good thing of them showing what, what the rank is. Right. Um, I would look at what I was up against. If I was up, you know, against a level ranked one, su- uh, survivor and, um, you know, or, or a bunch of high level survivors then I would just use my main or, or my second main. So I've actually maxed out my hillbilly now. He's at rank um, rank fifty. Uh, I've got my trapper up to like thirty, I think, at the moment. Um, and at that stage, I was basically whenever there was a low level team coming in, like a bunch of new people, I would just use my my trapper um, yeah. and just run around with him um, without any add ons on, just like a standard trapper. And this stage, I had like one perk, but I managed to get all the way up to to thirty by the end of the weekend. So I would kind of like judge what I was up against and just play it accordingly. And then I would put in my own rules. Like if it was a uh, a new, if I knew that were new people, because you can see what rank they are. Sometimes I would get a group of like uh, the entire group was like between rank uh, one and three or something like that or level one and three. So they were very new. Um, so whenever I would hit someone in the game, I would leave them and go look for someone else and just basically alternate like, I wouldn't go for the same person twice. I would leave them and go looking for the next one. Um, and that just made it more interesting for me, more fun. I just wasn't destroying people constantly. Yeah. So that was a lot better. And, it, you know, it's more enjoyable for the people that are playing as well. They're not just getting slaughtered within uh, a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. Like, it's it's good that you went easy on them. Um, I noticed that, yeah, I like the... I was having a lot of people, like the people I played against as the nurse were really cool as well. In that first game when they were clearly a four stack and clearly deserved the win, mm. they were all super cool about it. They were like, you know, uh, it was, uh, it was cool that you got it, got us in the ends. Uh, you need to, you need to be teleporting a lot more. Like you got to be actually like moving around shitloads more because that's how we were able to get around you so much and they were like full-blown giving me fucking advice and shit which yeah. was awesome um yeah so that was really cool and you know they were four stacks so they all waited around till the end anyway yeah but uh yeah that was cool like i think that's a really good addition i'm sure it will wind up being semi-toxic but uh as long as people are keen to not be fuckwits then it'll wind up being a really cool yeah yes yeah, so, so i don't that's the thing like i don't know what it's going to be like in the future <coughs> my experience so. of the past you know four or five days of having that mm. it, like the majority of people were pretty positive about it they weren't being dicks so saying nice things so that's a good change um but yeah man freaking like this is the game i'm playing at the moment this is it and yep. having stacks of fun with it um and I think they're doing a pretty good job of updating it. They put like, after that patch went up on the weekend, I think they patched it another seven or eight times. Um, 
over the over the next like two days so they're on top of things um you know it's still a couple of issues in there but they, they're getting around it which is yeah. good but yeah it's fun i like it awesome really like it I, i'm pretty sure this is going to be in my top five of the year i would say nice yeah you know i, I don't think it's the best game but <laughs> um it's i think it's a very well steadily improving yeah it's improving and it's it's a fucking 20 dollar game and i've gotten 90 hours out of it so far like it's yep. it's hard to um you know be shitty about how much it costs and some of the issues it's got you know and they've done a good job of updating it so and kind of addressing the community and um doing those q a's pretty much every week i think every friday they're doing them um and being pretty honest about everything yeah not like well we're not talking about that right now they're pretty much they'll just tell it how it is pretty straightforward europeans yeah so yeah it's good i still i i 100 percent still believe that they need to fix the fucking gains that you get yeah i still think it's way too grindy so the um they actually changed the pip system as well where uh there's now a lower limit so it's not like you gain a rank and that's it there's now a bit in between whereas if you get a certain margin um you'll just stay where you are which is good but then also so the prestige system works by and I, I i think they need to work on this part because i don't really see the benefit of it um once you prestige you go back to having um you lose all your items you lose all your levels all your perks and you start again basically um but what you get out of it is new skins for your survivor or killer yeah it's not really anything good um you get the icon that says you've prestiged and then you also uh in the blood webs you'll get um the more the more times you prestige the better items you'll get out of the blood web basically uh so i don't know if that's necessarily a a good enough incentive for me Uh, yeah i would probably rather just um yeah level up my other killers (laughs) Yeah, and yeah, like to be honest, I don't give a fuck about ranks. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about ranks. I just want to not like have access to even remotely the amount of fucking tools that other people have access to. Because there's no way, like, uh, you can't check anymore for some reason. I was trying to check, but I came up against a dude who's level fifty, prestiged twice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was a rank one survivor. Uh, he didn't seem, he was the only, uh, he was, sorry, the first one I killed in my game. Yeah. Uh, despite ostensibly having all the tools available. Um, like I, I was a nurse. I was the nurse at this game, uh, in this game. Um, I, I couldn't check to see how long he's played the game, but I'm 100% certain he hacked. Hmm. I know it hacked to know where I was or anything. Cause obviously he had no fucking idea. Uh, I ruined him, but. He hacked to get way more ranks. He hacked to get, uh, sorry, more levels for his characters. He's obviously hacked his way to prestige. There's no way he's played enough of this game. Because there's no way I would have caught him the way I did, right? That's that's the thing, right? Like, So if people are rolling around with hacked characters so they've got access to fucking everything, then I would at least like to have some hope in hell of ever having a hard, like so fucking 10% of what they've got, you know, yeah. you could you could just look up his name on on Steam and see, yeah, I guess um, so. how many hours they put in, yeah. Unless he's got a private profile, but otherwise, yeah, it'll tell you, yeah. But yeah, just 
Because you can't do the recent players thing anymore, which is a bummer. Uh, you can do it. It's just not as a killer. Uh, it only works for survivors for some uh, okay. reason. I guess because they're connecting to you. Yeah, I suppose it would be. Yeah. Okay. Well, fair enough. Um, but yeah, anyway. Hmm. Just... Yeah. <laughs> um, I just think they need to reduce how, like, how much things cost or increase the gains one or the other. I recommend reducing the costs. Yeah, I think the cost needs to change. And we talked about it last time, but yep. things are just out of whack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I hit level... I hit rank one again last night. So the second season back in there. Already? Yeah. Did it reset on Friday? <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Yeah. <laughs> I played Jeez. a lot over the weekend. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Uh, cool. Um, all right, let's move on. Yep. Should we leave No Man's Sky till the end? Sure. Because we'll probably <laughs> talk about that a bit. Sure. That makes sense. Uh, let's kick off with Dawn of War 3. I'm going to chuck up video of this later in the week, um, probably around the same time this goes up, this episode goes up. I will put the... Uh, when, when can we put this up? Can I put this up? Oh, I'm not going to say anything that's embargoed, so you can put okay. it up straight away if you want. Yeah, we'll just then put it up straight away. It'll be up later this week then, uh, the video, I mean, uh, for Dawn of War 3. Uh, fair warning, I am so shit for about 20 fucking minutes because I had no idea what I was doing. The last fucking RTS, uh, RTS or RTT I've played, I don't know, it's been a fucking uh, couple of years. It was how many years since fucking, it's seven years since fucking Dawn of War 2 came out. So it's probably six years and nine months since I've played Dawn of War 2. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I had no fucking idea. So I spend like a good 20 minutes of my hour just fucking around like an idiot. Uh, but yeah, the notable, noticeable things about Dawn of War 3 is that uh, it's it's gorgeous. Uh, it looks so good. All the animations look fucking awesome. Um, the hero animations, I had access to three heroes. They dumped us basically in the in the deep end. They dumped us all the way fucking at end of the game. They're just like, yeah, this way you'll have access to everything. And I'm like, yeah, but this way I won't have fucking any idea of what's going on. Like, couldn't you fucking at least show me? Everyone else shows me a fucking video. Every time I play Battlefield 1, I want me to watch a fucking video about how to fucking play when it's a first-person shooter. You click on things to die, to make them die. This one, I'm fucking building units and shit. Um, yeah, no, no dice. Just fucking get in there, see what you can do. You'll be fine. Um, but yeah, I had access to three different heroes. Uh, one of them was this big-ass space marine emperor dude who just fucked shit up constantly. The other one was a giant fucking mech. Uh, she fucks shit up constantly. And the uh, third one was like this elite assault Marines crew and they fucked shit up constantly. Hmm. Uh, we're facing off against some Eldar and uh, just, yeah, rolling around trying to close these warp gates so they could, wouldn't keep fucking attacking me. Um, and yeah, it looks gorgeous. The Like the way, I don't know. I don't think it used the line of sight thing from Company of Heroes, which I think is a bit of a, I don't know, missed opportunity. Uh, but on the other hand, maybe maybe Warhammer 40K doesn't really lend itself to that. I tend to think it does, though. Like, I recall it being semi-important. Like, not as important as it was in Company Heroes, but semi-important to 
manage line of sight in Torn of War, uh, in Warhammer 40k. So, yeah, I think that's a little bit of a, a missed opportunity, but nevertheless, uh, yeah, shitloads of fun. Uh, just access to so many different units and upgrading your uh, base and trying to, like, work out the Papers' Rock combo uh, combination needed to take down a group of Eldar and shit like that. Um there's all kinds of shit I wasn't doing though. I wasn't upgrading my fucking resource points and stuff like that. So I was constantly out of resources and stuff like that. Um, awesome fun though. I'm fucking super psyched to play it. I, I can't wait to get my hands on the full game because I'm going to play the fucking shit out of it. I'm really looking forward to playing some co-op and shit. Maybe just co- even comp stomping. Uh, it seems like the sort of like it's just nostalgic as fuck. Right, it just feels really good in that old school way that you haven't seen in real time strategy games. You know, like I feel like in a, in a long time, um, it's not like StarCraft where in StarCraft you sort of they push towards maximizing the APMs of even the single player players like obviously you can maximize your apms into one war i suppose if you're so inclined but it's not that it doesn't drive towards that sort of gameplay yeah uh which is cool um yeah just the color palette on display is gorgeous they use such a fantastic array of colors a lot of them red for blood but uh yeah just fucking cool lasers and shit uh, very excited to chuck that one up. I'll probably just like I'll do a bit of a preview for Red Bull, but I'll probably just basically chuck the video up on Oz Gamers, the whole video, so people can have a look at me being shitastic. Mm. I'll be up on my YouTube, but also up on Oz Gamers. It's that fucking Doom guy. He can't play video games. Oh god, games. he's so bad at video games. Uh, well, then, then you know, how about when I'm in Titanfall Two at the top of the fucking ladder, motherfuckers? Titanfall Two is interesting. It's interesting. Uh, it's interesting for a number of reasons. The tech test was this weekend past. Yes. Did you play it? No, it was only on Xbox, wasn't it? Or console? Was it? Uh, yeah, no PC. Well, yeah, we were playing on. Uh, we're playing on PC, which is good. And, uh, like, thank fuck. Right. Um, and yeah, I, uh, I was shredding the time to kill in Titanfall 2 is super low, probably too low, in my opinion. Uh, but it's pretty good. Uh, the game, I mean, uh, it's, it's good fun. They've made some changes. Uh, they've made changes in ways that I certainly appreciate. They've made changes in ways that I think they shouldn't have as well, mm-hmm. but largely I, I like the changes. Um, I know there's some complaints online, though, uh, by time for diehards, both of them, I suppose, um, who are complaining about certain things like... There's uh in in the build we played um you like you only gain Titan uh full meter I guess I don't yep. know um by killing or uh, completing objectives yeah and you used to just sort of gain it over time yeah and you'd get boosts to it 
as you are <clears throat> completing objectives. Yep. Now, you, you, if you don't get any kills and don't complete any objectives, you don't get any fucking Titan. That makes sense. Does make sense, doesn't it? But yeah, people you don't complain. get no robot if you don't do anything. Yeah, maybe you should try being better. Oh, but, 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 just fucking kill anything, you knob. Just anything at all. Oh, no, it's just like a kill streak. No, it's not like a kill streak because it persists through death. So you can sacrifice your fucking life instead of camping and hiding behind a fucking corner. Go cap the fucking flag and maybe you'll get to be in a giant fucking robot. No, people are whining about that. Um, to some extent, uh, I do understand their concerns, but generally, I see it as whining. I just want to clarify, you know, complaining. I don't necessarily call complaining whining, but in this case, I think they're whining because they're saying it's too hard. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's not. I didn't have any problems. Um, and I was the top of my leaderboards, right? But I did not by any circumstances, have the most kills on my team. And that's another interesting thing they've done is uh, if you get all of the kills but fail to complete any of the objectives or even help with any of the objectives, you will get zero fucking points. Zero. The big zilch. Zilcho points. You will not get any fucking points at all. So it's sort of like just being a camping dickwad and getting as many kills as you can without actually then going and capitalizing on your offensive maneuver to uh, cap a point is completely useless. And that is, to me, very fucking awesome. So I was rolling like with a either just above one kill-death ratio or just below one kill-death ratio in all of these games. Because uh, basically the time to kill is really, really small. And that means that a lot of the times whoever gets a drop on the other player wins. Hmm. Uh, that's just the case in those kinds of games. Um, yeah, so I uh, I was dying a fair bit, but I was also completing objectives. And so I just sit at the top of the fucking ladder. Uh, I was also strategically calling my Titan. It seems like everyone forgot how to strategically call in their Titan. But you don't just call it in as soon as you can. Because if you can call it in and make it land on another Titan, then you can fuck their shit up really fucking quick. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, they got a grappling hook in the game now, but you have to be in certain loadouts to use it. And I don't really agree with that. I think every loadout should have access to the grappling hook because it creates a sense of mobility that I think is spectacular. On the other hand, uh, people with grappling hooks are fucking Titan killers. Uh, you can grapple onto a fucking, like you can be about 30 meters from a Titan, grapple it because it's a giant fucking robot. It's hard to miss. And as soon as you're in range, you'll automatically uh, go into the animation you need to climb on top of it. And then you just attack the fucking thing. And that's pretty fucking rough on, on the old Titan. Um, Titans don't have a lot of tools available to them to stop uh, enemy pilots, I found. There's a gas thing, but it doesn't go high enough to kill the fucking Titan. So it sort of seemed a bit useless. Uh, sorry, high enough to kill the fucking pilot on the back. So it seemed a bit useless. Um, like not, you know, completely worthless, just sort of 
not as helpful as it should have been. It's not a way to stop yourself from getting fucking piloted to death as a Titan because they can latch onto you. They can grapple up to you, get on top, destroy your core, jump off again, grapple back onto you again, uh, and do it like over and over again. It's yeah, they've got to do something about that. Um, there's just not enough, yeah, no tools available to stop a fucking pilot from killing you, uh, which makes the Titans feel a little bit useless. Not useless, just uh, extremely vulnerable, I guess. Um, so that's, yeah, weird because, I don't know, I felt like I called in my Titan just to generally uh, provide my teammates with some supporting fire as a giant target because everyone starts to shoot the titan right mm-hmm. um so if i was providing supporting fire everyone would focus on me and then i'd blow up after like i don't know four seconds and uh we'd go back to just doing what we were doing on the ground um the other thing that they removed is the grunts from like regular play which i don't agree with to be honest i think they should the cannon fodder. Yeah, there's no cannon fodder except in certain modes. Mm. So in the basic mode, uh, amped hardline, there's no cannon fodder anymore, which, That's yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I don't agree with it. Um, they shouldn't have done that. So, yeah, that's... Uh, it sucks a little. I, I, I like the grunts. I don't think like people are like, oh, yeah, you needed them if you were bad. No, fuck that, okay? It's not about catering to people who are bad. That's how Titanfall 1 went wrong. It was trying to cater to fucking every fucking D-bag who's incapable of playing games. People need to accept that they're not capable of being great at everything. And, yeah, the single-player campaign, which is no longer multiplayer only, might have something for you, probably will have something for you. But if you're not good enough, you don't deserve to just get a fucking tiny, a giant robot to fight other people. Okay. You don't, there's, you don't deserve it just before buying the game. And if you don't want to play a game about giant robots and only play in single player, because you're afraid that you're too shit to play it in multiplayer. I'm afraid your best option is to not play the game or not buy the game. Wait until it's on sale and then get it. Because you're not capable of playing it in multiplayer. Stop complaining about the games not catering to you. This is how we get fucking. This is how we get things like fucking Quake Champions with fucking wall hacks built in. Okay, Quake's supposed to be fucking pure, and you people like you have fucked it up. Anyway, <laughs> uh, correct. On a bit of a tangent there. But, uh, yeah, anyway, Titanfall 2. I like it. It looks good. Um, yeah, have some concerns, but uh, hopefully they can fix them before they release it to its own inevitable demise, I suppose. Awesome. Yep. Cool. What else we got? Watch Dogs 2. Boom. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I, I like Press it. Press X to hack. Press, press X to hack, man. Uh, they've amped it. It's no longer press X, X to hack. Uh, so you can still press X to hack, obviously. Uh, press square to hack, rather. But uh, now you can press L1 and hold L1 and then use the face buttons to, like, change what hack you do. So you can, like, if you press L1, press and hold L1 and press square, 
you'll like prime a steam pipe to explode when someone comes near it or if you do the same thing and press triangle you'll blow it up immediately or you can disable it or something like that um which means that you've actually got a lot more i don't know uh options available to you and that's pretty cool um it means that hacking seems more meaningful as well uh it's no longer just about uh yeah pressing x to hack you like press and hold and you like prepare an area to like so i I went into this area and i had to steal these things um but i was fucking around with my drones and stuff and by the time i'd primed everything and then i went in and i missed with my taser shot which was embarrassing because there were devs watching but uh i readjusted shot the guy he'd already alerted everyone and I went up the stairs and everyone was knocked out because they'd all walked into my very many traps. And that was pretty cool. I'd set up like a kill area hmm. with my uh, hacking, which is cool. Um, so, yeah, there's there's that. Uh, the city of San Francisco looks fucking gorgeous. Uh, it's not 100% ge- geographically a- accurate, but it is really cool. Um, it's apparently about twice the size of their Chicago. Um yeah, you can see all the landmarks like the Golden Gate and the Bay Bridge, um, Alcatraz, stuff like that. You can go all, all the way out to them whenever you like. Um, they promise to not lock anything behind, uh, like, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, like, story. You can just, you can go anywhere you want straight from the get go. And they were saying that you could teleport anywhere you want straight from the get-go. You can, like, fast travel to shops, but you'll have access to fast travel to all of these shops immediately in the start of the game, which I don't know. I think it's a risky move. I reckon they could probably create an element of discovery by forcing you to actually find a fucking shop before you can fast travel to it. But it's their game. I'm sure they've got some fucking idea worked out. Um, the other thing we played was Bounty Hunter, which is like a multiplayer mode. Yeah, cool. Oh my god, uh, the guys I was playing with—they were shit. They were terrible. It was embarrassing. Um, basically, you activate Bounty Hunter and uh, you activate a bounty on yourself, and all the cops start coming at you. But also, any uh, players nearby, if they select to join the bounty hunt can join in and then hunt you down as well. And if you select to to put a bounty on your head and say you and I are co-opt and you put a bounty on your own head, then my job is to protect you uh, while the other two people's job is to murder you. Mm -hmm. But it can just be 3v1 where all three people are trying to chase you down and murder you. Um, I, uh, I managed to kill the person that we were supposed to chase Literally every single time. They never, ever, ever got away. No getting away from me, motherfuckers. Uh, it was like they changed the driving, so I couldn't really pit maneuver, but I was able to, like, hack their car while I was bashing into it, and you could sort of steer with one of your um, one, one of the car hacks when you're holding a one allows you to steer in different directions. So I'd, like, steer them... Uh, off course of where they were trying to go and they'd like slam into a car when they tried to readjust or I'd hit the brakes for them and they'd 
stop dead and then turn. Like I'd hit the brakes just before they turned the corner and they just sort of turned directly into a wall instead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was just a matter of like emptying into their car. When I was escaping, uh, that was actually pretty easy. It was uh, just a case of driving away from them. Uh, I found a long stretch of, I think I just drove straight over the Bay Bridge and uh, then I went off road for a bit and went back the other way over the Bay Bridge and managed to escape everyone. Too easy. Um, yeah, that, that mode, I don't know. It needs a bit of work because it wasn't unbelievably compelling. But, uh, oh, no, it's it's like a game of tag, right? Yeah. Which I guess is what most people want out of an open world game sometimes. Mm. Um, speaking of open world games, Mafia 3. That game looks good. It does look good. Uh, this was hands-off, which was weird because I thought it was hands-on. But It's like out in two months, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, so that was odd. Uh, but yeah, hands-off. Got a bit more of a look at um, the, I don't know, the world, uh, New Bordeaux. Um, checked out a mission. Like They were like, oh, do you want to go in guns blazing or do we want to stealth? Put your hands up. This was the day when I couldn't talk, so I couldn't yell at everyone. But I told them to go in uh, guns blazing. Everyone else voted stealth. If I could yell, I would have yelled at them. It's <laughs> yeah. obvious. Like, why do you want to see him go stealth? The worst part was he'd be barely even stealth. I think he fucked up, like, two doors in. Because, mm. like, suddenly he's just got a shotgun and he's just murdering everyone. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's cool. Um, the, like, the detail in, in the interiors is awesome. Uh, and it looks gorgeous. It looks fucking really good. Um, one thing I think they're just not going to do is fuel management, speeding, mm. alerting cops, and red lights running. I do not think these things are going to be in the game because I asked them. I asked them specifically, and they said, we're not ready to talk about this stuff yet. And I said, the game's out in two months. Hmm. Uh, at what point would you talk about them if they were in the game? Like, because surely now is the time. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's just not something we're talking about. Uh, which was annoying, to be honest. They did. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how to read that either. Like, is it or is it not in the game? Like, not- is it a feature they want to, um, like, like something they want to feature at some stage and like a marketing plan or is it that they want to not have it in there to get the like the hardcore fans upset i think they don't want to tell people it's not in there to not get the hardcore fans upset yeah because i think it's i don't know it's gone too far now like you can't we've we've become so close to the release of the game that if you're not talking about it yet it's not in there you know that's that's my opinion uh they did say though that uh, police act as individual agents and are permanent, which I think means that like a certain police officer in the game will always exist in that role as the police officer, which like it was hard to interpret because they wouldn't go into details, but and I couldn't really. It was hard to pr- uh, press people on this shit because I couldn't talk. You uh, could not hold like a, a board up. Yeah, I should, have, I should have taken a whiteboard. But um, yeah, like I think what they meant was that like there's either a finite amount of cops 
but surely not. Or, uh, yeah, there's like a like cops permanently exist, which means that they will always be in like you can always return to a certain area and a cop will be there like the same cop will be there which means they might have a memory of, of some like ex- to some extent yeah as opposed to you leaving for five minutes and coming back and then not recognizing you exactly yeah yeah which i don't know that'd be fucking fascinating i mean it's not ideal but it'd be fucking fascinating hmm. um yeah yeah Anyway, uh, it looks gorgeous. I can't wait to fucking play it. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, even Mafia 2 is really great looking. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, yeah, this this looks even better. Um, what else have we got? South Park. Uh, More I, South Park? Hey? More South Park. South Park, the, uh, the fractured but whole. Yes. Um. They had this thing called the noseless rift, and you'd strap it over your mouth, uh, your nose, and anytime your character farted, it would. They they got chemists, they got like perfume experts to distill the scent of a fart. Nice, and uh, it would play. It would puff the smell of a fart into your face. Uh, I. Opted not <laughs> to use the noseless rift. If it had been any other day, if I hadn't, like, uh, I talked to the head of PR for Ubi Australia, and uh, I told him he 100, 100% had to bring it out to Australia. Just bring one of them to Australia because they're too fucking hilarious. Like, I was sitting around watching people play it, and they were gagging. <laughs> uh, it seemed awful. But uh, I didn't do it because... Uh, my sinuses were blocked up, and I talked to uh, Tristan from IGN the day before, and he'd done it, and he was saying that the like doing it in, in the moment was bad, but the worst moment was at midnight that night when he woke up, <laughs> and uh, it had it had sort of blocked into his snot, and uh, he went to the bathroom and blew his nose and he could taste it because the mucus mucus uh went down the back of his sinuses into his throat and he could taste the fart and i'm like well i've got shitloads of mucus uh just ask that german girl so uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna avoid this um this particular experience and so i did um so yeah uh Oh, no, it's it's fun. I mean, I, I didn't think the first South Park game was going to be all that good, and it turned out to be fucking brilliant. Hmm. So yeah, they've already earned they've already earned a day one from me. Uh, yeah, so this one, yeah, it's superhero themed. If you've seen it at E three, that, that's basically what we were playing. Uh, but we got hands on with the combat system. Um, it makes a lot of sense. It's sort of tactics style. Um, so, yeah, you've got like a very, it's a small game board, but you move people around the board and you make attacks based on like line of sight and shit like that, which is cool. Um, and yeah, you've got to manage like your super meter gets managed based on like everyone in your party shares it. So uh, I had the human kite butters do his ultimate. 
Yeah. Um, instead of uh, New Kid to his ultimate. And uh, it was different. And that used all of the ultimate bar. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm genuinely excited for this game because I'm sure it will be fucking brilliant. So, yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting one because... Um like when they announced that, like even back when before it was the original one was out, and the 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 guys that made it, um, you know, the, I think it took a bit of time for it to come out, and even like um, Matt and Trey were pretty much talking about how it's the hardest thing they've ever made, and they'd never make another video game ever again. Yeah. Uh, and then the game came out, and it received amazing reviews, like <laughs> all around the place. Um, yeah, and then they they were like, "Well, we're making another one." Yeah, and so I'm curious to see how this turns out. If if it's just you know a you know a, a ploy to get more money because the first one did really well, or have they put in that whole effort again? Um, right, because they got be as well written as what it, the last one was. They got like a killer Broadway musical. So like, do they really need all that money? No, does theater pay well? I don't know. I've watched the producers. It seems like it pays well. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if they're chasing money necessarily. It seems like they just do. Like they probably wouldn't put themselves through this much work if uh, just for a bit more money. Yeah, uh, maybe it was the reviews when it came out and it was getting like it, it averaged like an eight, eight or nine. Um, yeah. So maybe that was the incentive for them. They were like, "Well, we did it. Let's just do another one. See what happens." Sure. Uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm excited generally. But yeah. Uh, what else have we got? Sports section. Sports ball. Sports section. Uh, NBA 2K. Uh, this was the weirdest demo I've ever done in my entire life. <laughs> um, I got to hand- go hands on with it, but they were only let us play Cavs versus, uh, the Warriors. Ah, really? And it was the, uh, new version of both teams. Um, oh, so KD was on there. Yes, that's scumbag. Um, <laughs> And they're like talking about how they mapped all kinds of, you know, specific moves for different players. I'm like, oh, does that mean, uh, and they're like, you know, they've got the, the attitude and the personality of, of all the players. Cause, you know, LeBron doesn't play the same way that Kevin Durant does. And I'm like, oh, does that mean I straight up asked them if Draymond Green was kicking people in the dick? <laughs> and, uh, they said that they hadn't actually modeled that into the game. So, uh, not accurate. Not not really, not as authentic as they claim, I guess. Um, no, it's just weird because, uh, yeah, that, it was basically like a fucking marketing pitch. Um, it wasn't like a demo. And I asked afterwards, asked some questions and like, sorry, I work for marketing. I'm like, okay, okay. Well, that makes a bit more sense. Um, <laughs> so there's no devs out for this? No VC devs? And like, no, sorry. I'm like, okay. And cool. they didn't let you play it. Uh, no, they did let me play it. No. They, do they ever let anyone play that game? Like, for a preview? Hey. Do they ever, like, let anyone play that game for a preview? I think I've done, like, one preview for that yeah, game. Yeah, no, right. Yeah. They're usually like, no, we don't need to. This thing sells. We're yeah. Fine. Well, I mean, they're not wrong, are they? Um, yeah. I don't know. It felt like NBA. I don't know. Um, just, yeah. Oh, you're only allowed to play one quarter as well. It was the show floor, don't we? That was just odd. Um, then there was Steep, which is Ubisoft's uh, snowboarding game or snow adventure game. Yeah. Um, and not adventure game. 
extreme adventure game. Uh, um, yeah, pretty interesting. I've got some, I don't know, some complex thoughts about Steep because I like it. I like it uh, for what it is, which is basically the opportunity to snowboard around and fuck around and like sort of drop in, drop out, co-op, screw around with people. But I think it needs, they need someone to take a really hard look at it. I don't like, first of all, I don't know who pitched this and how it got accepted. Like the elevator pitch is what? Oh, you see, uh, you are on a mountain and you do whatever you want on the mountain. You snowboard or ski or paraglide or whatever. Uh, and they're like, oh, fucking yeah, sign, sign us up. Sean White's was fucking great. And then they make steep like that's that's the weird thing right like they must have already been working on some sean white stuff and then nobody gave a fuck about snowboarding carrot top anymore so they've had to transition into something different but i don't like what's the driving force behind this game is it for people who just want to snowboard but aren't near the snow or are people who are obsessed with snowboarding so much that they need to do it when they're not actually snowboarding or yeah like what? What's who is the fucking audience for this? Because like, it's it's not even it's not even like it's not complex enough to resemble the depth of skate mm-hmm. because they're trying to do so many things. They're trying to have you ski and snowboard and uh, jump wingsuit and like paraglide all at once. Like you're supposed to be able to do all of these things. Um, so it's not like yeah, it's not like skate where you're just you're mastering skateboarding. Um, so it's not that, uh, it's not exploration because I don't know, you just, you're capable, you're so capable of exploring, of tra- traversing the area like quickly, uh, that it just like, there's no, I don't know, challenge posed to tra- like exploring. Mm-hmm. It's not like. It's not like you're ever in any danger either. Like if you crash while trying to do something, like there's this run that we were doing uh, where like even the smallest bailout, the smallest fuck up would have like full blown, not just like it would have killed not just you, not just the snowboarder, but like their fucking ancestors. It would have fucking wiped you and all of your fucking progeny off the fucking map. That's how hard you fucking bailing out on this shit. But if you hold the triangle button for literally a second, you immediately walk back to the start. And there's no loading. And it's that's fucking brilliant, right? Like, that's fucking awesome. Because this is a massive map. Mm-hmm. And you jump around with no loading times at all, wherever the fuck you want. And that's awesome. Uh, but there's no fucking, there's no risk then. Right, like you might as well just keep truck, like keep trying that same goofy trick over and over and over again. Because yeah, it's not going to matter if you fuck it up, right? Like I missed the the fucking I missed the finish line like four times in a row because I was I got into the zone of doing stupid fucking tricks. Yeah, and if you miss the finish line, that's it. Like you're past it. You're on a snowboard, okay? And you're going down a hill, okay? It's not like you can turn around and snowboard back up the fucking hill, okay? You miss the finish line, it's done. You starting again. You're starting Keep again. <laughs> but like, does not matter? Just I, yeah, okay. I'll start again. Down I go again. Down I go again. Oh, I crashed. Down I go again. And like, 
yeah, there's so there's no risk, uh, which I don't know. There's no risk. There's no real exploration, or uh, there's no challenge to exploration. There's yeah, no complex mechanics. So it's sort of just about being in the snow. But are you? I don't know. It's it's a it's a puzzler for me. Yeah, I liked it though. I, I like I enjoyed it, and I could see me playing with some friends and just fucking about on a mountain. But I can't see me recommending friends pay top dollar for it. That's the thing, right? Like, unless I see some sort of something more, something more incentive-wise. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to kind of see how it plays. I really enjoyed SSX, the first three SSX games. Um, But after that, like, that reboot they did was complete crap um yeah but the thing about those games is that it's like over the top crazy yeah it's not arcade like it's not like an arcadey snowboarder in terms of um like your i don't know skate is sort of in between it's not as complex like it still does some really crazy shit yeah but this is just stupid stuff like crazy backflips and yeah um yeah it just doesn't make any sense whereas is this going for it sounds like more more towards like realism but it's not on a hardcore level yeah it's so weird yeah it's got this it's got this sense of realism about it but you can still yeah you can still pull off crazy tricks and shit Hmm. um while you're traveling down a fucking mountain like at four billion kilometers an hour um so yeah like the faster you go the more crazy tricks get the high jump stuff like that um but at the same yeah but because there's no risk because none of that matters there's nothing to ground you there's no reason not to shoot for the moon right Hmm. uh at the same time yeah it doesn't have that sense it doesn't have that ssx sense about it or anything it's not like you yeah uh it's yeah i don't know it's just weird man weird Right, uh, who's making that? Don't know. I don't know. No, Amazon? I'm just looking. I thought it was Criterion. <laughs> what are they what? making? Criterion work for EA. EA. That's and what I'll tell you what they're making in a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, I guess it would be Ubisoft, Ubisoft Annecy, and Ubisoft Montpellier, and Ubisoft Paris. Oh. Uh, but yeah, uh, on to NHL 17. Holy fuck, I like this game. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, last NHL game I really played was NHL 15, which was the worst of them. Uh, um, I was playing. I was just sitting there, standing there playing on my own, and uh, the producer that they had over came up and uh, started talking to me. And he's like, yeah, so I'm not sure if you remember, but we added this last year. I'm like, no, I didn't play last year. Not after 15. He's like... <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people did that. Like, yeah, so they fucking should have. Uh, 15 was a travesty. It was fucking awful. Is that the uh, one? Did they change, like, the physics of the pot Changed or engines and yeah, okay. failed to put everything back in. This time, everything's there. Um, and it looks it looks fucking awesome. Um, and, yeah, it just plays really well. They're adding all this shit so you can, like, move teams around and, like change the stadiums however the fuck you like and 
uh, stick control, like you know, the AI, the player AI is better than it ever has been before, which is really good. Um, like it's just more capable than it ever has been before. Um, so if you're sort of skating within range, it used to be that uh, of the puck, of a loose puck, it used to be that like uh, they'd have to sort of stop and get it. But now if you're skating, you can just sort of scoop it up in front of you and you'll like leave yourself a little bit vulnerable. But um, yeah, if, if like it, it's totally something that an NHL player would do to maintain momentum. Mm-hmm. Uh, so momentum is basically everything and, and it does a really good job with it. Um, but yeah, hits look huge. I was playing with Steve, right? And uh, we were playing and uh, I lined him up and chucked, just chucked the hit out. Like basically timed it so that the moment he received the pass, I fucking ruined him uh like a fucking truck out of nowhere uh and i got like booted off the ice for it It it's pretty fucking hilarious (laughs) um but yeah that was pretty cool and yeah i'm actually excited i'm I'm properly excited for it i'd love to like one of the things the producer kept talking about was uh i think it's like nhl pa or something like a, a game mode where every single player is a like is played by a single person. Oh yeah. But it only really works in America. I'd love to get what, twelve, at least twelve Aussies together so that we could all play on the same team against another team. Like we could do like six people in Sydney versus make Steve get six people in Melbourne hmm. and then duke it out. But do you want a goalkeeper? Like, wouldn't you rather the AI be controlling that? I I think yes. Yeah. Probably. Uh, but, yeah. I think that'd be cool. Uh, but, yeah, NHL. I, I really enjoyed it. I'm actually looking forward to it. So, that's cool. Then uh, FIFA 17, still in sports. Um, this is on Frostbite, and it looks fucking gorgeous, and it plays really well. Um, it's weird. I'm actually excited about a FIFA game and I haven't been for years, but I see me playing this one again. Uh, I don't, I'm not convinced. I think the fucking beer pro stuff, I, I think it looks silly. Yeah, um, the one with the, um, the, where you play the actor. Is that yeah. that one? Yeah. The English guy. Uh, I just, I just think it looks silly and I'm not enthusiastic about it at all. So, yeah. Uh, but the game itself is fucking heaps of fun. Uh, I was playing basically anyone who'd play because we were hanging out in the EA lounge because free beers and stuff. And uh, they had this bank of about, I don't know, 30 to 40 FIFA stations set up. Yeah. And it was packed constantly. Uh, and like other years I've, I've seen them and it's actually pretty easy to get on FIFA. Uh, but this this year, no way. Everyone was fucking playing. And it's because it looks so good. The physics are awesome. They're, they've moved the Frostbite engine, which I thought was going to fuck them, but it hasn't at all. They haven't slowed down at all, which is fantastic. But, yeah, it just makes it look so good. Um, and, yeah, like, I, I couldn't get over it. I'm fucking ant. Um it plays really well. I couldn't get my fucking couldn't get the timing of fucking through balls down properly, which meant I lost a lot of games because I that's I don't know you, you get so used to using one tool 
in your arsenal that when it's taken away, you're just sort of lost. That was basically me. I was lost. Um, but I was stringing together some very good passes. I just wasn't able to fucking find any space to take a fucking shot, uh, which was annoying. But yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know. It looks awesome, plays really well. The one thing that I'd love to see them do is take a leaf out of NHL's book. And uh, NHL has this dynamic tip system that will rate you the same way it does in its peer pro system uh, on what you're doing well and also give you advice on how to be better still. So it'll be like, uh, great check. Uh, next time, you know, make sure you stay in your zone or whatever the fuck. Um, it's not... It's not that wordy. It's sort of like just uh, three ticks for a great check and uh, X's against zone awareness or whatever. But that sort of shit is like a visual learning tool that I think FIFA would do really well with. Like it could just tell you, you know, bring a second player in or something like that. Um, Because, yeah, it's just one of those weird situations. The other thing, they changed, uh, they've got like a proper jockeying system now where if you hold L trigger you'll full blown hold the play, uh, the defender off the ball so you can hold onto the ball and back into them. Meanwhile they can jockey uh, against you which is cool but complicated um, and it depends on strength of the player and all that kind of stuff uh, but it gives you an opportunity to call the second player in which means the attacker has an opportunity to pass into space and shit like that uh, but yeah it's awesome Nice. Anyway, on to the VR section, shall we? Yeah. Star Trek VR. Uh, this was interesting. Uh, we're playing on the Oculus Rift yep. with uh, the Oculus controllers. And uh, uh, Star Trek VR is, or Star Trek Bridge Crew, it's a four-player virtual reality game uh, where yeah, four, four people need to be playing. Uh, we had a dev as our captain um and there were three others three journos so i was our uh engineering department yep we had a dude as our weapons and a chick at the helm and uh yeah it was uh interesting it's an interesting little game because you sort of like once you're oriented in in the world, it's so easy to have no fucking idea where you are or anything like that. Um, it was hard for me because I couldn't talk, so I couldn't talk to my captain. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't confirm orders, so I had to like sort of throw on the finger guns. Uh, but the other weird thing they were doing was uh, they'd switched sides, so they had. I was engineering and in, in, on the bridge, the engineering is on the right-hand side of the captain, but uh, but I was obviously, uh, not obviously, I, they, they placed the station on the left of the captain. And so I was stand, sitting on the left and I'd hear him talk and I'd like know that he was sitting uh, to my right, but in the game he was sitting on my left. And so I'd have to turn to the left and it must look really silly because I was sitting right next to a wall <laughs> chucking out the finger guns uh, so that he'd know that I was acknowledging what I had to do um, but yeah you sort of like as, as engineering I was like in charge of making sure we had enough shields and had enough engine power to move around and uh, I was beaming people 
uh, stranded people on just board. everyone, <laughs> just beaming everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll go here, and you'll go there. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, I don't know. It was pretty cool. Uh, it's one of those things where, like, you sort of you're flying into the USS Aegis, uh, which is the ship we're on, not the Enterprise, which is disappointing, but whatever. Hmm. And uh, we're flying in, like they sort of try uh, fly around it, and you can look around, and it's that sort of VR effect where you're semi blown away just by being in the moment, and then you get into the cockpit, and you're able to like fucking. Like my job was like I had to draw up on on a screen on a panel to raise the shields, and I'd have to engage the warp drive by drawing across a drawing a line across, and then pushing a button and drawing up another line and stuff like that. And that was, yeah, that was cool. Um, and yeah, just sort of you feel like you're in that world. You forget, like at. At first, it feels kind of silly, and then suddenly you do some things. Uh, things get a bit hectic. Some uh, Klingons attack, and you forget, and you're like, "Holy fuck! Uh, I got to get these shields up. We got we got to engage warp. Uh, uh, like fucking holy shit, Helm! Find us a fucking escape vector, or we're gonna fucking die." Uh, and meanwhile, out at the helm, like I can see where we need to go. And uh, she, like, if we're facing, like, fucking two o'clock, we need to turn to four o'clock hmm. on the rocket clock uh, to fucking find our warp vector. And she turns, she goes to, like, via, she goes to four o'clock via 12, 11, 10. Like, no, just turn right. Just turn right <laughs> a little bit. I couldn't talk. I couldn't talk, Luke. So I couldn't tell her. Oh, my God. So I'm like, Fuck. It was pretty pretty hectic, uh, and so I I thought like because I I knew where it was I locked I locked in the warp drive immediately and that locks that locks all your fucking shields and shit. Uh, so we were on like fucking minimal shields while we turned the slowest turn of all time uh, the wrong fucking way, <laughs> and uh, yeah I was pretty pretty concerned to be honest, but we managed to get away. Well, you know what the moral of that story is. <laughs> uh, don't say it. <laughs> um, so, what are the what are the scenarios like? What is this game? Is it scenarios or is it just like? Yeah, it seems like random shit happens. Seems like it's scenarios. We walked into some area and Klingons were attacking, whatever. And yeah, but is there a story at all, or do you just like randomly? Is it like fucking right. rock band? You just pick oh, no, it, you just, it off like, the coast. Yeah, you just go fight some fucking Klingons. Yeah, that's about it. Hmm. All right, yeah, I don't know. Like, I keep hearing really good things about it, but I still, I'm like, what? What is the game like? All right, is it like a, is it something you'll be excited for for ten minutes and then you're pretty much done with it, or will it have more to it? Yeah, I don't think it's got a lot to it, to be honest. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Star Wars VR was literally overwhelming, like properly overwhelming. You sit down, it's PlayStation exclusive and they I reckon they missed a real fucking opportunity by not doing like using move controllers for everything, but so you're using a PlayStation uh, a controller. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Sit down in the fucking oh, you start off actually outside the uh X Wing and you sort of teleport around 
the like it's sort of like in a garage and you can teleport from point to point like you can in like uh forza like when you're looking at a car or whatever yeah every now, other VR, vr game that's out yeah because that's uh, the only way you can move around in them pretty much uh but this is this is what criterion's making by the way this is what criterion is currently working on uh, star wars it's racing game star wars x x wing rogue one uh vr experience playstation vr exclusive for battlefront produced by ea i don't know the title is getting well out of hand um but yeah uh, so yeah, very Criterion sort of. They put a lot of love into the model of the ship itself, and then once you get into it, uh, you go, you launch into the game, and like they've got buttons in the cockpit, and you press all the buttons in the cockpit, and some of them don't do anything yet. One of them will open and close your S foils. Yep. And I I literally did that for two minutes straight. <laughs> Sat there opening them and I'd watch them open and then I'd close them again and I'd watch them close and uh, yeah it's just fucking crazy uh, I love it to pieces I love it to pieces um, once you're in the game you're in space you're sitting in the cockpit flying about uh, everyone warps in and that's fucking it's full blown fucking Star Wars style um, and yeah you can fly up and check out the local rebel frigates in full detail and or cruises or star cruises or whatever fucking ship class they were they wouldn't tell me they straight up would not tell me what ship classes these ships were which was annoying but um yeah i'm like looking in detail and like flying as close as i can so i can look at them even more and flying close to my like friendly pilot x-wing so i can look at them in space and yeah i was just like fucking hyperventilating because it looked it was like it was like in star trek i sort of eventually forgot that i was not in that world Hmm. but the presence in this was just it grabbed me instantly the moment i was in the cockpit i was in that cockpit and that was it like holy fuck uh then like you warp into an asteroid field to protect a um uh, star cruiser that's been stranded in the asteroid field and only the X-Wings are small enough to warp in without risk and uh, TIE fighters start like flying in and attacking you and it's sort of channeled forward based on the fact that the star cruiser itself is moving forward but otherwise um, you're not you can go wherever the fuck you want you can go fly over to the asteroids and shit if you want um, you're not stuck like it's 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 quite a large world area that they've given you to fly about in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not on rails or anything like that. You are capable of going where you like at your leisure, although you are, uh, I suppose, encouraged to not let the star cruiser die. Uh, and if it does die, then you fail. So, yeah, it's a bit of a way off, I guess. Uh, killing star, uh, killing tie fighters though is exactly like it is in Battlefront, which means you hold L trigger to lock and then you fire. Uh, they don't, they went down really easy, but there were shitloads of them. Uh, apparently, I got the record for killing the most. Cool, which was interesting. I didn't think I did that well, but uh, yeah, uh, people were apparently having a lot of trouble. Uh, I came out of it and I'm like, um, I'd say it's probably a bit too easy, guys. 
because uh, uh, I was murdering shitloads and yeah, they just seemed to die really fast. And like, actually, you killed a lot more people than anyone else today. Uh, that is the best score we've had all day. Anyway, ah, uh, it's that old trick. Okay, they tell everybody that. <laughs> well, no, some dude, some dude wrote his. Uh, they had a wall that you could sign. Ah. There are. Uh, their autograph wall you could sign it and say i i did x-wing and some dude was like oh i killed 16 tie fighters try and beat me and i'm like okay well i did 20 um i don't understand like it's, i thought i i thought i wasn't doing fantastic to be honest hmm. but i uh, yeah people just weren't gripping it very quickly or something but uh, at the end of the demo um the like you've protected the cruiser for long enough and then suddenly the fucking imperial march starts to swell in the background and uh, a fucking star destroyer warps in and it passes over and it is 100% like it is just the most uh, unnerving experience and I like the I I played it twice because I stole someone else's fucking uh, opportunity. The shit. This this game was booked out, booked solid, booked so fucking solid that the people I was there with with EA didn't get to play it at Gamestorm. Um, and yeah, uh, Gaetano, uh, who used to work at MMGN, now works at Phoenix phoenix chainsaw or something i can't remember i'm so sorry rocket chainsaw no uh (laughs) but uh now i gotta look at now i gotta look it up because i I never forgive myself um phoenix bazaar um yeah he now writes for phoenix bazaar um he managed to sneak in really early and play it before his interview and so he had uh, a slot assigned to him and uh, Nate uh, messaged, and he's like, you know, we had a group message uh, so that we could organize when we were getting drunk. And uh, he's messaged Tano. He's like, Tano, you're supposed to be here for your fucking Star Wars, mate. And uh, I ran over. I'm like, hi, I'm Gaetano Prestia. I'm here for my Star Wars VR experience. <laughs> and they're like, cool, thanks. Come this way, Tano. And I'm like, yes, I will. <laughs> so I did it a second time. Um, I didn't actually, I didn't get more kills the second time. That was weird. Um, I think maybe there's an upper limit on how many you were able to kill. Because uh, anyway, um, so the first time it came over and it just sort of it blocks out the ambient sun in space. And so it's this shadow and it crawls over, which is the way it does in the films uh, when the Star Destroyer first comes in. And it just sort of, the fucking Imperial March, and I'm looking up. I'm looking straight up at it. And I didn't stop smiling for fucking 10 minutes. I was, like, that was just... I, I get, like, fucking goofy just thinking about it again. It was so fucking amazing. The second time, uh, I knew it was coming, and so I flew up so I could investigate it even more, and it was even better. It was even better. It's so fucking cool you are so in that world and yes like the the flip side is right like it could be much 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 better if it was less like battlefront if it was more like x-wing <laughs> versus tie fighter yeah i'd probably i'd <clears throat> probably die playing it um i'd probably never play anything else i uh, think that's that's like the problem right is that it's a free add-on for battlefront 
<laughs> it's not like a thing you can you can go and buy as a standalone. You've got to have exactly. that up front. Yeah. I would though. I would buy. I I would I would pay stupid money to play this as a full blown fucking proper fucking game because holy shit, it is just. It was one of the the most magnificent fucking experiences. Um, yeah, I was I was so thrilled with it. It was so cool. I can't can't wait for other people to give give it a shot. It, it will be free. It's a PlayStation exclusive, which I think is the biggest bummer, I guess, because yeah. it means that people will have to have a PSVR to play it. It's forty bucks at the moment on JB. <laughs> well, heck, yeah, but it'll free. come down in price soon. Battlefront on PS4. Hmm. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was PSVR. Uh, and Battlefield 1. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. The first uh, one. Yeah, the very first Battlefield. Um, yeah, this was... Um, I loved it. I loved it to pieces. We were playing uh, as a squad, me and Nate, just tearing shit up. Uh, we were top of the tables uh, every single game. Uh, one game I didn't come top of the tables because I had to go to the toilet. And so I missed the first eight minutes of a match. Uh, Nate still came top, obviously. He was mad, though, because I was squad leader and I wasn't assigning uh, objectives. objectives for the entirety of that fucking eight minutes. And he just sat there spamming. He knew I wasn't there because we were standing next to each other. But he kept for just fucking... So I come back to fucking objective needed, objective needed, objective needed. He's a knob. Um, it's awesome. Uh, it's really cool. Like the fucking... The way it does uh, defamation of the ground creates these natural fucking uh, hidey holes uh, that just... Holy shit, man. It's so cool being able to like, well, not being able to, but like frantically like running out into a desert. We're playing in Sinai, which is the new map. It has a train in it, which is its behemoth. Um, I wasn't actually a fan of the train, to be honest, but uh, it's also got horses and it's got the elite stuff in it. But uh, basically you run out into the desert while you're moving from point to point and uh, people start fucking taking shots at you. And you scramble. Like, you've got no fucking choice but to scramble and try to find some sort of cover. And half the time, my cover was uh, a bomb had missed target, or maybe it had hit its target, but it created a massive crater in the ground, and I hid in that fucking crater until I could run again. And I'd pop my head up. I'd take a couple of shots at whatever sniping prick was trying to take me out, make sure they put their fucking head down, and then I'd run again into the fucking desert. And you could do this, and the fucking the way it deformed the ground meant that like the battlefield itself reshaped. It wasn't. It's more than just the fucking the buildings going down. And I know this isn't new for battlefield, but it works so well here. They've done it such a good job uh, that yeah, it just fucking feels fantastic. Um, the tanks themselves, the tanks are fucking weird. I don't know what it is. Uh, they're weird though. Uh, having guns on the side and you need other people. You can't just solo in a tank hmm. because you're fucking useless. You're a useless tank if you're solo. You got a fucking machine gun, so you're a little bit you're a little bit more uh, survivable. 
but you're so much slower. So what the fuck is the point? Uh, but if you've got other people in it, you're a fucking wrecking machine. You just roll, you're rolling death, uh, which is cool. Um, horses are well and truly overpowered um, because they've got, like, you can equip a sword, right, and cut people down, and I think it's a one-hit kill. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't matter because if you collide with someone while you're on a horse, they die literally every single time from, like, it doesn't matter how healthy they are. You collide with someone while, while you're on a horse, they die. It's like they got hit by a car. Um, <laughs> the trick is, right, that the horses are fucking silent. They're not cars. So you'll just sort of, I'll, I'll spawn and step out into the road and just, I'll, like, the last thing I'll hear is, Meh! and then I'm dead. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, right. I should have seen that one coming. I should have looked every single way uh, all at once uh, so that I wouldn't get hit by a fucking horse. Um, but, yeah, it's um, – so they're well and truly overpowered, oh, overpowered, but they're fast and they're fun to ride on. I think they afford you a little extra health. Um, the On the map we were playing, C, uh, Sinai, C is uh, probably the most fun area to contest because it's got a lot of – buildings around it and it's got like a, it's got a good sort of gunplay feel to it while B uh, sort of gets wiped out like just any cover in it gets wiped out like I don't know in a minute, matter of minutes like just gone gone for gold. Uh, good so uh, B uh, also B holds the flamethrower mm-hmm. so you can equip the flamethrower that's pretty cool but yeah B is gone um, you go into B and you don't have any cover. You just sort of fucking lie on the ground and pray that nobody is above you at any point in time because they'll be able to see you and murder you. A is uh, A is cool, but it's one of those. It's like A and E are always not uncontestable. Uh, a and D in this case, but they're not uncontestable. They're just because they're closest to the spawn. Uh, if you're on the other team, you just get fucked trying to go there. Um, D D. A B C D. That is yeah. a letter. Yes, that is the letter. D is in a canyon, um, and D is an interesting one uh, because it's it's like sort of channels both teams into this really narrow sort of area. Uh, so there are some really cool gun gunfights there, but. Uh, Ultimately, like I, I just found C to be more fun. And then there's this one point all the way off in the middle of fucking nowhere, which uh, I guess must be F. Hang on. I, I took a screenshot of it because uh, Nate needed. Here we go. What is it? Oh, no. Okay. My bad. D is not in the canyon. D is down near the train tracks right now. I remember. D is down near the train tracks. D is actually almost as fun to contest as C. Um, just buildings everywhere and shitloads of stuff to exploit. And when the train gets going, um, it's just like a fucking, it's the place to die. Um, I didn't get to, like, my our team, the team that Nate and I are on, we didn't get the train once because I think the train goes to whichever team is getting its fucking ass kicked. Hmm. And so, yeah, we never got the train, which sucked. Um, we just got fucked by the train every single time. A, so there's six points on this map. There's A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. Uh, F is in the canyon. F is the one I talked about in the canyon before. G is the one that is closest 
so the enemy spawn and E is in the middle of fucking nowhere and E is where the anti-sniper spawns uh, anti-tank sniper spawns so you go there and you get this anti-vehicle sniper rifle and you can fuck shit up it doesn't matter what it is things start dying even the fucking bigger tanks take huge damage at the hands of this fucking anti-tank sniper which is really cool um it's this, it's like it is literally in the middle of nowhere this fucking point um and it sort of means that if you want to be the uh anti-tank sniper you're either defending e the whole time or you got to traipse along the fucking ground over a bunch of sand dunes where you're extremely vulnerable to get to somewhere where you can help your team. Mm-hmm. You can still fuck up planes, so fucking you may as well stay at E. Uh, it's, I don't know, it's super cool, man. I had a lot of fun. The weirdest thing I think about it overall is that they changed our conquest scores. It ticks upwards instead of ticking down. Mm, okay. Uh, so you no longer lose tickets for kills and stuff. You now just gain tickets for- Because losing tickets is a bad feeling, Joe. <laughs> That's basically their reasoning. <laughs> but I don't agree with it. Uh, I, I think it was unique, and I think it was a critical battlefield element. So I think they make- Taking the Overwatch approach. Perhaps. Don't say things like that to me. Um, but yeah- uh, yeah, I loved it. I loved it a bit. I can't wait. The uh, open beta is in eight days now. It'll be in seven days. It's on the 31st. Yep. Um, on PC? On PC, Xbox One, and PS4. Nice. And, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Sounds good. I will play it. Fuck yes. We're, we're all going to play it. Uh, I'll have some stuff up about that later this week as well. So that should be cool. Oh, no. Yes, I'll have a little bit, but not much because I'm embargoed on my video content until the 28th for some reason. How are you? Yes. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Um, that was Gamescom. That was Gamescom, yeah. Was there something else? There was something else. Uh, For Honor. I played For Honor. Okay. Should have should have chucked that one in earlier, huh? Four Honor is weird. It's Ubisoft's sort of Pirates, Vikings, Knights game. So yep. Instead of Pirates, it's Samurais. Um, and yeah, you run around and you can... We're playing multiplayer 4v4. And uh, Nate and I were on the same team. And uh, we fucking murdered. And uh, basically, that's because the way combat works is based on a dueling system where you're able to like block... Uh, depending on which direction like your right thumbstick is facing. If you face down to the right, then you'll block down, and they're, fa- uh, they're aiming down to the right, and you block them and stuff like that. Um, but in 4v4, if me and Nate run up to you and you're blocking down to the right and I attack down to the right, then you have no choice but to remain blocking down to the right while Nate attacks down to the left and chops his shit up, right? Like, it's one of those things where, yeah, you just fucking, as long as there's two, it's it's a two-on-one situation, the one person will literally always lose. There's no fucking, there's no end scenario where you can win because you don't even need communication. You just need to, like, as attackers, you don't even need communication. Having a communication is just bullshit. Um, So, yeah, that's about it. Um, I'd, 
I don't know. I think that game, they need to do something about it. I mean, the dude's got a cool Viking beard or whatever. <laughs> did you and, uh, sorry, did Nathan and him have a beard off? Off? They should have, eh? I don't think he was there. Oh, you didn't see him? No. But yeah. Um, yeah. So there you go. Right. That was Gamescom then. <laughs> that was Gamescom, yes. Okay. Right. Fair enough. I was my voice again. That's all right. That's good. You're getting. Getting back into the swing of things. Mm. We're not done yet, though, Joe. We have No Man's Sky to talk about. Oh, do we ever? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> so, did you play much of this at all? Like, how much... Like, on a, let's get a gauge going of, of so people understand how much we've played. Eight hours? Eight hours? Okay. About that? You? I don't know. Because don't. <laughs> I'm playing it on... Um, I bought it on GOG. Right. Uh, and when they released it, you couldn't alt tab the game. It would um, uh-huh. would not work properly. Sure. So then the temporary solution to fixing that would be to add it into Steam through yep. the add another game in Steam. And then before you alt tabbed, you open the overlay and then alt tabbed. Right. And then that would get it to work. Um, they've right. s- since fixed that. I think they had they put a patch out a couple days ago that's fixed it so i don't know how many hours i've played but um quite a lot i would say probably 20 to 25 i would guess guesstimate um but we were watching i don't know did we talk about this last we were watching some streams while we were on holidays uh up in the mountains and we had a bit of concern yes Uh, but now that you've had to to play it i'm gonna guess we're both in the same boat and say that it's not very good (laughs) <laughs> or it's, sorry it's an average game average yeah. not very good yeah is that correct i think so um uh yeah i don't i, I don't know I'd, I'd probably go further and say it's not even average to be honest um below average i think i think <clears throat> yeah i don't know what do you think you tell me it's got like so I think the the engine is is really interesting. The, they've obviously done some really cool things with it. It's awesome that they've got this giant expansive world that there's eighty bazillion systems that you can go and visit. Um, I I think I've run into one system that somebody else has discovered at one point across the how many ever uh, I've jumped across. So. At least when you're doing this stuff and going around, it kind of feels like it's, it's you know, you're discovering it. But at the same time, like, it just feels like the place is empty. Yeah. Um, like, you'll go to systems and then there's always a, there's always a space station there. You jump in the space station. Um, there's always one dude uh, there at the start and then other ships start coming in and that's all cool. But then once you get into the planets, it's they're just so deserted. Like, there's no... Uh, there's obviously aliens and species and that sort of thing at Yaran and, and catalog, but you'll go to a trading post and there's nobody there. Like it just feels so empty all the time. Um, yeah. And the, the fact that the other players that are playing this game as well aren't represented in, in the, the world They're they're not, they're not existent. Um, and I think that that's, that's shit because they were very sneaky about talking you know, talking about the features this game had and what it, what you were able to do. Um, and it wasn't until like two days before the game was out, they were like, oh, if this is a multiplayer game. Uh, if you were expecting it to be a multiplayer game, uh, unfortunately, you know, that's not going to be it. 
which is complete horseshit because everybody was, um, you know, expecting it to be some sort of there, there was something in there that you could kind of interact with other players and do something. Um, they were they were hinting at like a Dark Souls type system at one stage, and that doesn't seem to be the case. Like, yeah, uh, the whole marketing behind the game and obviously the the way the developers have talked about it what you can and can't do has changed immensely over the original um announcement of this this game and i understand that games change uh things come and go but the fact that they were so uh that they like they just didn't give much information out about this game and it was something we saw coming as well like we didn't see much about this game leading up to it like in terms of hands-on impressions that sort of thing it was always hands-off uh videos um and that sort of stuff so we were always like even coming up to this i was very hesitant about saying i was excited for it like i was keen to play it but i was very worried about what it was going to be because nobody really knew what it was going to be uh and it wasn't until it came out that everybody was like oh okay this is why nobody saw this game up until now is because there there really isn't much of a game here to show uh and they pretty much just relied on the whole look how huge this universe is that we've built but the things that you can do in this universe there's not really much there that's kind of like my feelings about it um once you (laughs) like 10 minutes into this game you've pretty much seen all the game mechanics that's all there is to do you're mining uh, you're crafting, you're exploring, and that's about it. And you mm-hmm. go from planet to planet, or sorry, system to system, doing exactly the same thing. Every single system, nothing changes other than every once in a while you'll get something that is maybe an updated schematic. And all that does is really add on to things that you've already got. Um, so it doesn't change that drastically. Uh, yeah, and I just don't know. There's nothing like... For it, I understand they're an independent studio. There's 15 people working on this game, but it's a full price game. And if it wasn't a full price game, I'd definitely be more lenient on it. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, it's a full price game. Um, and I, I don't agree with the, the, some of the comments out there that are like, well, there's not many people working on this. Uh, you've got to give them a break. I don't know what people expected. Uh, I don't agree with that at all. If you're charging, uh, you know, f- full full price for a game like this, I expect there to be something there at least, uh, and there isn't. I'm not. I'm not saying I think it's a bad game. Uh, I think it does some really interesting things. I just don't think there's enough game there to warrant, um, you know, a higher than a five score for me. Yep. Which is probably where I'd put it if I was reviewing it. It'd probably be around a five. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of that. A lot of that is exactly how I feel about it as well. I mean, it's one of those situations, right? Like, I have played a bad procedurally generated survival game on console. That game is Seven Days to Die. Uh, I've seen how bad procedurally generated games can be, uh, which makes me appreciate No Man's Sky. Hmm for the way for how competent its procedural generation is and how relatively functional it is i mean it had a couple of crashes but most of the time it was okay but the reality is that they didn't 
I, I feel like they never really put any game into this. I like it's sort of just a world experience. And that, that's I don't have a problem with that, right? I don't have a problem with the idea of a world experience. Oh, you're in this world. Just do whatever you want. Like explore, spot shit. Like, okay, fair enough. But the problem is that at some point, to some extent, they have created a situation where they have implied that there was to be game in it. And I'm not talking about like, oh, you know, Sean Murray lied or whatever the fuck, right? Like, I'm not talking about some sort of uh, uh, specific notion that they said it would be something or whatever. I'm talking about the fact that um, it's got gamey elements to it. Mm. It's got these gamey things in it that imply that it is a game. It's not an exploration feel-goodery. It is actually supposed to be something that you're supposed to experience. It's got, like, a internal economy, and it has... Um, upgrade mechanics and it's got uh, an actual explore uh, sorry an actual narrative path and all these kinds of things that imply that the game is supposed to be something more than it actually is but the reality of the situation is that it never actually does any of these things I mean it's it doesn't have a, a crafting system of any real like the the few things that you can craft uh, sort of illuminates just how bare bones the game is. I mean, it's one of those situations where if you compare it to other survival games, then it doesn't look like a survival game at all. But if you compare it to Explorer games or walking simulators or whatever, then it does it, it has all these elements from survival games that sort of scream that it's supposed to be a survival game. It's neither. It fails to be either of these things. And like it's, it doesn't have a compelling enough narrative to be a walking simulator. It doesn't have compelling enough crafting or economy to be a survival game. So it sort of exists in this uh, nowhere land, no man's land, no man's sky, no man's land, um, no man's land where yeah, it, it isn't capable of being compelling in either way. And, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, it's just, I broke it. I broke it inside of fucking six hours. Hmm. I, like, I found a fucking, I landed on a planet where I had to recharge my mining gun yep. six times to, like, to mine all of the emerald in two, just two major emerald veins. And after I did that, I had more money than I could. I knew what to do with. I had like 1.5 million credits. Hmm. So I managed to upgrade my fucking ship six hours in. And I realized I had no idea what I was even doing with myself. Like I didn't know why I was playing the game. If I'm not playing it to upgrade things, then am I playing it to explore the narrative? But like what narrative? There's no yeah. real narrative. There's so no... There's no narrative, and you're also all you're doing is upgrading slots so you can hold more things. Exactly. And to sell it to you, so you can upgrade 
to, to have more things. Yeah. Like, that's all you're doing. And if you compare it, like, Steve Farrelly compared it to Subnautica, which is his favorite game at the moment. Um, I think it's, I think it's a good comparison. Um, I think it's an apt comparison. And Subnautica comes off looking very fucking good when you make that comparison. Because Subnautica doesn't have, uh, it has an internal loot economy, but it doesn't have an internal economy the way that, uh, No Man's Sky has. But it does have, it has all of these things. You know, you upgrade your capacity to carry so that you can hold more items so that you can craft more things so you can build out your undersea base or so that you can repair your giant spaceship to stop radiation from leaking or so you can build a submarine that can go deeper into the water or you've got this you've got this progress path that actually functionally exists that isn't just a matter of i don't know a slight upgrade to your warp thing so that you can travel to a vaguely identical star a bit faster or something like that yeah. i mean i the other thing like when i got my new ship it was already able to um, to jump like it it came with an upgrade that allowed it to jump three times as far and so one of the things that I was actually doing uh, like was driving me forward was jumping from system to system and exploring the planets in those systems and uh, having a look around uh, as I moved through the atlas thing the thing where you're supposed to check out the atlas whatevers yeah Um, but then I could skip those systems because I was able to jump further immediately. Like, I was able to jump so much further. And so, it even robbed me of that. I just jumped to the next Atlas thing. Fuck it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I don't know. It's... So, did you buy your ship or did you find it? I bought it. You can... You can find them, but they're usually shit. Yeah, because I've tried doing that. Um, (coughs) So, I'm pretty much maxed out on my backpack loadout. But I haven't touched. I haven't changed my ship. I'm still using the same, same one I had. Um, yep. And I've tried doing like the go find the transmission towers. And, but but every every time I do that, and I get to the ship, it's doesn't have as many slots as the one I've got. And I'm yep. like, well, fuck it. I'll just leave this one here. Like, there's no point. Um, and I've done that a bunch of times, and it just never seems to get anywhere. And I feel like I don't understand how that mechanic works yet. I'm really like the game doesn't explain to you at all anything. <laughs> Um, so I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing to get better upgrades other than buying ships off people. And I just, I'm just like, fuck it. I don't really care at the moment. No. Uh, because it just means that I can hold more stuff and I don't really need to. I've got plenty of space as it is. Uh, It's just weird. Like, I don't know. There's just not, I like, I've, I was having a lot of fun with it to, to start with. Um, but after I realized the first couple of systems that I was seeing the same things over and over again, uh, in terms of like what I was doing in the game, it just was like, well, what, what is the point at the moment? There's, there's really not much of it. Um, yeah. And just like also the technical problems I've got, like the, for me, the biggest thing that you're doing in this game is obviously exploring and, and, and mining. Mm. Um, and when I started really getting down and, you know, doing a lot of mining, uh, the draw distance is horrible on the PC mm. and um, I've got everything switched to max, but like when you basically are flying around um, and you go and land in an area, 
and you're like, all right, I'm going to mine this stuff. And, and this is exactly what happened to me. I, I mined a bunch of gold. Um, I, I, walk, I kept walking and then I, I did a loop, but I came back to where I started. But when I got like over this hill, I was like, oh, there's another, there's another like giant rock of gold. And I got closer and closer to it. And then as I got within, you know, 30, 40 meters, it suddenly that gold just vanished and disappeared. And what appeared to be the remains of something I'd already extracted. Uh, um, and it's got this terrible draw thing where once you get, you know, 20, 30 meters away from something, it redraws what was previously there. So all, all of a sudden, like your mining becomes a, like, it's so fucking hard to do because the moment you take off onto a, um, back into your ship, you don't know what you've mined and what you haven't because from the ship and when you're flying, everything looks normal. But the moment you land, that's when you're like, oh, well, fuck, I've already been here. Uh, this is just completely pointless. I've now wasted all this time in this area. I've wasted fuel. Uh, it's fucked. So, like, that for me is the biggest frustration I've had with the game so far is that, um, yeah, whatever they're doing with the rendering is just horrible. For for a game that is the majority of the gameplay mechanics are mining shit, like, they couldn't even get that part right. And it's just super weird why it's set up that way. Yeah. Uh, and one of the most frustrating things I've had to deal with, apart from uh, the crashes that I've had. I had one crash, which, fuck, I was pissed. I must have been mining for about 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. Uh, and just before I got back to the, um, my ship, because I was just walking around, uh, the game crashed. And I'd lost, uh, yeah, 45 minutes to an hour worth of mining. Because yeah. I didn't go back to a save point. Uh, oh, yeah. I was just mining shit. And I was like, well, that's... I, I nearly stopped playing there. Uh, well, I, st- I did stop playing there, but I came back a day or two later. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just it's just weird. Uh, I, I don't... <laughs> I don't know how, like, what they're going to do with this going forward. They're talking about implementing things like base building... But then what's the point of that if you're exploring and constantly moving on to, like, different systems all the time? What, what's the point in going back to a planet? I just don't I know where this stuff is going at the moment. It just seems really weird. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think I'm done with it. I had, like, I had the opportunity yesterday uh, to play it, and I just sort of sat here and didn't instead. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've been playing dead by daylight most of course most yeah. the weekend uh and I, I obviously played that a little bit but not as much as dead by daylight because i was just like well there's not much for me to really do i've been doing the atlas quests quest line yeah whatever the fuck you call it yeah and that is super boring you just jump from planet to planet and you get to a thing and then they're like here's a bunch of words all right so i can understand mm. aliens more the the very few that i run into because the planet is so Empty. <laughs> Empty. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's at the moment, I don't think it's a $80 game or a $100 game or however much, um, it goes for in stores. I, I think if it was selling for a lot less, then I could be a bit more lenient on it. But, uh, yeah, definitely not in the state it's in the moment. 
Yeah. And just hearing things about like how some of these Atlas quests and the questing stuff that is in there at the moment just wasn't there a couple of months ago. And that's stuff that's just being put in is really <laughs> like frightening. Like what was this game before then? It's strange. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. Anyway. Mm. Fuck no, that game. No man's guy. No man's boy. Um, <laughs> you did it, Job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no man's boy. Okay. Uh, news. Yes. So I'm going to stop talking. I'm legit losing my voice again. No, this is fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> what do we got? Oh, T.I. Stick 6. T.I. Sticks. Sticks. Pick up Sticks. <laughs> uh, International 6, Dota 2 uh, tournament. Wow. All right. Yeah, this happened. Uh, $21 million prize pool. Uh, Why are we talking? Aren't we doing a separate fucking podcast for this shit? We are at some but stage. What are you doing with your life? I don't know. I wrote this because we were supposed to do this last week. That's why it's up. Right. Yes. Okay. Well, <laughs> cut. There you go. Next. Uh, Overwatch season two changes. I put this in there. There's another fucking Dota 2 news in here, you motherfucker. How much Dota 2 news did you think was gonna? we were going to talk about? All of it. You got hoop dreams, motherfucker. No fucking way. <laughs> Overwatch season two. Next. Yeah. They're changing things in Overwatch. Actually, they are changing things. And I look at the changes. I'm like, fuck, I might, I might re-download that. <laughs> You're crazy. I knew you were going to do this. <laughs> but I didn't. You didn't. But um, I, so, in your face. Uh, um, so, they're yeah. changing the skill system from a ladder ranking to a like an actual points-based system. <clears throat> yes. I'm pretty sure they're listening to this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. Right. Um, and <laughs> They're getting rid of... Um, the toying, uh, so the the time, what, what was it before? Oh no, sorry, they're adding a, a time system into the modes. Getting rid getting of the coin flip. Yep. So now, yeah, they've got um, tied games. Yes. Game so now they can be tied tied games. Which is uh, interesting. Um, highly unlikely, I suppose, but good nonetheless. Yeah. Um, adding restrictions on a group so that if you're too high a, um, a ranking. You can't play with certain people. Essentially the same as uh, five ranks before. If you were five ranks above or below, uh, you can no longer play together. But one of the things I've been seeing is that uh, pro players have been finding that their healers aren't able to queue mm. <laughs> with them because they're, uh, they're more than five ranks. They've always been more than five ranks. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty hilarious. Um. And so, with that, they'll be putting in, like, a, a rating system of, like, bronze, silver, diamond, master-type stuff. Yep. Um, where, once you get into that rating, you won't be able to drop out of it, which yeah. I don't really know how that works. It's more- uh, It seems like just more of a fucking picture that'll go on your profile, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yep. And, yeah. I don't know. A few um, few other little things but yeah mostly good changes um mostly changes we said needed to happen um they're still doing skill-based matchmaking uh skill-based mmr ratings sorry matchmaking ratings uh so yeah it's still not where it's supposed to be in my opinion it's still not as good as it should be um like situations like the pro players healers yep. all doing placements together and then not being able to queue together. That's always going to happen because 
of the fucking specific like you can't measure the skills of a healer properly like blizzard's unable to unable to do this so it's always going to happen and it's always going to be a pain in the ass and healers are always going to get lower rankings which means it's going to discourage people from playing as healers which is pretty fucking dumb Mm -hmm. but yeah they're probably never going to change it i think they just won't uh, um, new map coming up. Yeah, well. the looks German cool. map. I look, yeah, um, looks pretty cool. But yeah, but you don't have it installed, so you can't play it. No, no, I saw a video <laughs> while I was at Gamescom. I debuted it at Gamescom. Yep. But yeah. Nice. That's Overwatch. Um, Metal Gear Solid Survive. Fuck. Is a Konami. game that's coming. Out. Fuck Konami. Fuck. Fuck Konami. Fuck Konami. What if it turns out it's the best survival game of all time? I would die. I I would just I'd lose my shit. I wouldn't I don't know what I'd do. It'd be too much for me. Yeah, what the if problem- Konami's team was making all these awesome Metal Gear games and Kojima was just making Inserting all this fucked up stupid yeah, all this weird shit. shit. Yeah. What if that is the case? Yeah. What if it turns out it's the greatest Pachinko game of all time? Probably so it's like this four-player co-op game, from what I gather. Yeah, I don't know. And there's survival elements and, yeah, no Solid Snake and aliens and fuck this. Fuck this. Fuck them. Fuck all this shit. Fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> and uh, a new PlayStation 4 model uh, has been leaked. The Slim. I don't know if it's called the Slim. I couldn't see that written on the no, box. No, but that's what everyone's calling yeah, it. Yeah, that's what everyone's calling because it. it is slimmer. Yes. Uh, and the controller has a, little, a light on it. Does it? Yeah. yeah I've not seen this part. Right, on, on, the, on the touch bar, so you can always see, personally see what, what color you are or whatever. Oh, okay. Which is pretty cool. As uh, opposed to it being on the back. Yeah. Otherwise, it just looks a bit slimmer. Yeah, cool. Um, I think that's rumored for this year, right? October? Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Uh, and the reveal is supposed to be in September. But it got revealed on Gumtree in the UK instead. Gumtree in the UK, yeah. And then Eurogamer went around to the guy's house <laughs> <laughs> and uh, proved it was real. So good. Um, but yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's it? Yeah. Uh, cool. Cooly, 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 cool. All right, we'll- Wrap it up? Wrap it up. Awesome. Um, I don't know if we've got any emails. I didn't look, but... I don't think we do. I don't know how far back to look. Yeah. We'll look for next week. (laughs) Uh, You can email us at thegapodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on facebook.com slash thegapodcast, where you can like that page and follow us. Um, We're on twitter.com slash thegapodcast as well. Uh, Our website at thegapodcast.com. There is no ad at the start. That was just a word. Um, Words. And you can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, under the Gap, or the GA Podcast. <coughs> Sorry. Rate and review us. Totes and lights. Yes. Um, you can find me on twitter.com slash Luke Laurie. And Job's at. Joby Jojo. Nice. I think that's yeah. it. What do you got going on? Anything exciting? Where's so all much this stuff going? Oz Gamers and Red Bull. 
and I'll try and tweet it out when it goes live. Uh, Titanfall should be video this week, which will be cool. It's on a war video this week as well. Cool. Uh, some FIFA stuff. I did an interview with the FIFA guy they had there. Um, asked him about diving. Pretty funny. They hate putting that it back in. Yeah. Why they won't put it back in. Oh. Uh, they hate talking about diving. Um, so, yeah. Pretty good stuff. Didn't mention Pez this time. They hate talking about Pez even more than they hate talking about diving. Uh, yeah. That's about it. Rad. Rad indeed. Well, cool. Um, I will try and put this up uh, sometime tonight so that people can listen to it from tomorrow. Nice. Because uh, you'll probably get onto it tomorrow sometime. Sure. Um, and then uh, we're going to try and do a Dota podcast at some stage. We were going to do that this week. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> we're yeah. going to do it Thursday, but um, Ryan is still overseas, so I'm not sure. Yeah, true. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Sure. Uh, otherwise, next week we'll be talking about Deus Ex. Yes. If Job gets his copy. I'm getting my copy no matter what. Um, I will be playing it tomorrow, I guess, because it comes out on Steam tonight. Sure. Or early in the morning. Uh, so, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that one next week. And um, probably, I don't know what else is out. It's getting there. Like, things are starting to come out. It's It's definitely the beginning, yes. Yeah. Which is good. We'll have a lot of things to do the next couple of weeks. Very true. Leading up to the end of the year. Yep. And then PlayStation VR will be out in October. Ooh. ooh. Yay. Yeah. Uh, yep. All right. Cool. All right. Thanks for listening. Peace. See ya.